Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, let's rip into it. After a statement performance with the bat by Tom Latham and a seriously underrated supporting act by skipper Kane Williamson put the Black Caps in the driver's seat of the ODI series against India. It's been the weather, which is greying cricket fans around the country this time. We could only muster 12 overs in Hamilton due to rain and today's Christchurch forecast looks a bit dicey for the Caps' last white ball game until mid-January. Weather aside, a series win against India would be a huge amount uh, to Gary Stead's men. Next year, hosting a 50-over World Cup means eyeballs will be firmly on the number one ranked Kiwis and confidence will be the key. Katie Martin is a former white fan, now superb commentator, and she's on the line right now. Morning, Katie. How you doing? Morning. How are we going? Good. It's, I'm looking outside. The weather's not too bad here in Otatahi Crosses, but hey, you get four seasons in one day. So the Black Caps, I caught, I seen actually Tim Southey and Adam Milne yesterday grabbing a coffee. So they're hoping to play some cricket. But what's, what's your takeaways from, firstly, Eden Park? A pretty impressive win there, chasing down 300-odd. Yeah, it was probably one of the best ODI games that we've ever played. I think we sort of just, we have a blueprint that we follow into the 30th over and then go T20 at the end. And, and we did just that and... I think I know that it's been chat about why Williamson didn't get his 100, but I think that's just sort of the nature of this team is they get the job done. So that was pretty impressive. Hey, Katie, how impressed were you at the run chase uh, at Eden Park and especially that of Tom Latham? Yeah, he's just found another gear. I think like we've won our last 13 games in New Zealand and he's uh, one of been out, well, he's played in every single one of those games and he's averaging something like 122. So... Yeah, he's just—he's got a good ability to accelerate when he needs to, and, and he's very good against spin as well. So he's been one of our premier batter in, in all in all facets of the game. And yeah, it's just the way that they break down the game, and they seem to have, have a lot of confidence in their ODI game. And and it's just amazing the style that they can do in those back end twenty overs, and especially because we've all talked about how they do that in the, the actual T Twenty game. Can they do that in fifty overs? And they've done that really well. And he's been one of our best players. Yeah, as of late, you get a little bit unsure of where the Black Caps are at, but then you read a stat, they're undefeated at home for a very long time. I've seen a, a, a little post the other day of just all these Ws next to their uh, next to their names. So they are showing good signs and good form. They're number one ranked ODI team in the world. But so much get talked about their intent, and if the Black Caps are aggressive enough and limited over cricket, do you think they've found that right balance today? Yeah, they seem to be pretty sure on their um, in their fifty over games and how they go about it, and just the way that the I guess the batting lineup structured to be able to have 
I guess, Kane Williamson to be your sort of holding player, the one that bats through, and then you've got the power up the top. And we we haven't seen that get going yet between um, old poor old Finn, um, who's, who's going along all right, and, and Devin Conway. So I think we've got the balance right in the batting order. And, yeah, in, in the bowling lineup, you're able to sort of, if you can, carry that extra batter in Michael Bracewell, who gives us some options. So... Yeah, I think we've got it right, and especially a year out from a World Cup, we've we've sort of got our blueprint, like I say, and and I think that we're comfortable in that. So, especially if you look at India, I think they've used something like forty players in the last year, so in the last couple of years, so we're pretty settled in our lineup as well. What do you feel of the case of Finn Allen? Like, do you do you feel like he's getting too much advice and too much lead into how he should play? Like, this is Finn Allen, a young kid who just needs to take his shackles off. Yes. He's been told he doesn't have to hit every ball for four or six, but that is just his nature. So do you feel he's a bit clogged up up top? Yeah, potentially. It's it's a hard one because he's got a clear role that they've told him that, that they want him to play. But in 50 over cricket, you know, you want to get off to a good start. I mean, we know what Bears is like. He's sort of, he was in for a good time, a long time, but um, he's sort of, I guess that's potentially what um, Finn Allen's role is, and he probably hasn't had the had the numbers that he would have liked but for us it's about getting that intent and, and getting off the mark and, and taking the aggression back and if that doesn't work out we've got players to backfill that so it's just he's got time by all accounts he's able to bat in that position all year so you've just got to give him a chance and oh, it's funny I was reading something the other day Henry Nichols we haven't seen him around for a wee while and I think his last yeah. test match he scored nearly 80 odd so um, there's definitely options if Finn doesn't work out but that's the style that New Zealand want to play and and he's sort of our new Baz. We better not put him pressure, too much pressure on that. So, um, he probably doesn't like horses as, not, as much as Baz, but <laughs> that's the role that they want, which is probably a good thing. He doesn't like horses as much. But. <laughs> no, yeah. he, needs to, he needs to get yeah. back on that horse. He needs to get back on that horse and start liking them. <laughs> hey, some breaking news uh, here, Katie. Just got a phone call in from Jim Hickey. You're going to have a high of 22, a low of 13 degrees down there with some scattered showers. So it looks like you'll get some cricket. Um, but you know, start talking about, about the batting Jeez, down Jim. there. That's okay. How long, how long do you think it'll take to get used to not having Trent Bolt on the side and that left arm weapon that um, he brings along in the bowling attack? Uh, I think like he added a point of difference into our bowling lineup with that left armour, and we probably don't have too many around. Ed Nuttall, he's probably one that comes to mind. Um, Matt Henry sort of tended to take that role of Tim Southey, I think, to complement. Trent Bolt, so I think it's going to take a bit. I would assume that would pick him for the World Cup. I mean, we'd be crazy not to, but um, yeah, I think it gives guys opportunity. But I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, an in-swinging um, left-arm bowler coming because I reckon they're the most valuable bowlers in in cricket and world cricket. You see that? Look at Mitch Stark. Yes, he's not bad, is he? And he still gets dropped from uh, the Australian side. But I think maybe Dan Vittori had a wee word. Someone sort of slipped him something and said, "Dan, just give him a break." But yeah, you can see um, you can see how much the left arm is valuable, and and hopefully he's still available in a year's time when that World Cup comes around. Oh, we'd love to have him, but the, the the competition out there at the moment, the money that has been thrown around in the IPL, you can understand their kind of stance on this. What happens if Saudi, if Saudi does what Trent Bolt has done? Can you see it happening one day? Oh yeah, I mean. I think when you're at your back end of your career and you get offered you know millions of dollars and you're not winning at the TAB, then you're probably probably not a bad bet to go to go down that way, is it? Um, you're never winning there. Oh no, I never won anything. Um, but yeah, you, you sort of see it going in the women's game as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of those leagues that are starting up. So 
I mean, you you take the money where you can, especially as a fast bowler. You, you, there's potential to break down at any point in time. It's it's interesting because if you're not being selected for New Zealand like Martin Guptill, then is, is there an opportunity for him to keep his contract and then continue to play in those leagues? I'm not I'm not quite sure sort of what the details are around the New Zealand cricket contracts, but if you can keep them available for New Zealand and, and also allow players to to play in competitions to keep you know keep that. I guess being able to play at that level, um, you know, I don't know, maybe something that the New Zealand cricket could look at. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I know South Africa do it with their international rugby side. Um, players go offshore mm. because they just can't compete with the money. They come back and you're seeing they're reigning world champions and they're probably going to head on and, and go close at the next one. So it'll make for interesting uh, thoughts from uh, NZ Cricket. Just... Just quickly, we're going to touch on the White Ferns. Squad has been named for our home series against the Bangladesh starting Friday. What were your thoughts on the squad, and are they ready to put on a big show during that series? you like the mix? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good mix. I mean, with this sort of continuing to give players opportunity that are contracted, and um, there's a T20 World Cup next year, so this sort of presents the last opportunity um, to play international cricket and push for those spots. Um, it's great to see Jess McFadden get a go with the gloves. I think they're still... Bowl accounts trying to work out who their number one keeper is, so um, gives her an opportunity to be able to work through that with the gloves. And then you know there's some a few youngsters in there, Eden Carson. She's a pretty good character from Ranfilly, so she's enjoying playing at the White Ferns level and not having to farm at uh, Ranfilly. So uh, yeah, she's she's having a ball. But I think you know they should wipe the floor of Bangladesh. Um, it's the first time that Bangladesh have played in a uh, bi- bilateral series in New Zealand. Um, so yeah, they they should be pretty good and. Yeah, hopefully we can sort of get some confidence and some um, wins under our belt leading into that World Cup as well and players know that they can do the job. I mean, it's the first time we've effectively played in New Zealand since winning uh, bronze medal with Com Games as well. So hopefully it'll be a pretty good homecoming and then hopefully the Black Caps don't use the wicket too much on Wednesday so we can have a good game on Friday and we don't get the Bangladesh spinners in too much. So. Hey, Katie, is there is there a woman's player we should have our eyes on um, during the summer? Fran Jonas, she's very good. She um, yeah, she spent quite a bit of time, um, got a new uh, bowling, spin bowling coach in the White Ferns environment at the moment and she's has quickened up her action and, and yeah, she was one of our top performers as well and uh, Molly Penfold, she's sort of another youngster, big strapping fast bowler from Auckland as well. So she might be a little inconsistent at the moment, but it's just about getting her that confidence and consistency working with the likes of Benny Sawyer. So there are a couple of a couple of names I think that I've said a couple of Aucklanders, which is also terrible of me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> your dad won't but, like yeah, it. There are a couple of, uh. Oh no, 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 but no, there, there are a couple of great youngsters I think that will be in the ferns for for a long period of time. All right, Katie, before we let you go, you're doing a bit of commentary. You've been at the WBBL over in Australia. How are you finding the, the transition out of playing cricket? Are you enjoying it? Retirement life's good, isn't it? <laughs> I feel like I'm just back on cricket tour life. Um, I, I text Bates and like, trying to catch up matches. I've got training. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh. Um, but, oh, I know, it's, it's been great. And um, I sort of... I'm just kind of like a fan talking about the sport that I love. So, um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. been really enjoyable and some people love it and some people hate it, but that's just the way things go in, in this environment. But, no, I'm just enjoying being able to watch cricket and, and be able to talk about the game that I've grown up with for so long. So, uh, yeah, hopefully people are okay with it. We'll, we'll I'm sure we'll soon find out. Um, but, no, it's been oh. you know, pretty privileged to be in this position. So, uh, 
Hopefully, uh, you got the you got the gift of the gab, Katie. You got the gift of the gab. You know how to talk your way out of anything. That's all you can can do. It's typical of a wicket keeper, mate. All that banter you throw behind the sticks there. (laughs) Hey, Katie, I've just got a parking ticket since I've got home, guys. So I might need a bit of help with that. But um, (laughs) give it to give it to to Steve. He'll pay for it. Hey, Katie, just say just say a big shout out to your dad too. Haven't seen him for a while. Um, Good man, Steve. um, Down there, so. Uh, doing really well, Katie. Um, joining us this morning on Kempi and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks a lot for giving up the time today, and you go well and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, lads. Appreciate it. There you go, Is Katie Martin. Fran Jonas. Fran Jonas. She was young. She was really young when she made that World Cup, and she had a tough one in the first. Um, in that first game, left arm spinner. She's um yeah, interesting. I'm gonna watch her with some some interest. She's gonna be the one to watch. There you go. Another Aucklander. Big raps. Big raps for a long time. Mm. You just and it's almost like the Finn Allen situation. Was she put in there a bit too early? And you're like yeah. and we've spoken about it with you guys so so much and you both had experiences in your career where you kind of eventually get thrown into the deep end and it's a little bit of sink or swim, but you just hope that um Fran and, and like Finn, they can continue to stay on that stable trajectory, Kempi? Yeah, yeah. Not and, too volatile? Yeah, it's, look, it's tough. It's tough when you you come out and you play, I guess it's that expectation where you play really well and then you go into a little bit of a hole and people can ride a young person, you know what I mean? And you're, you're not resilient enough. A is when you're young and you just start to let that white noise get inside your mind. <sighs> and like as he was saying, you've got so much going on upstairs. So... Yeah, it's a oh, it's a manager's nightmare trying to get that get that um, noise out. So I think we got I think we got the talent. I, the, the question I have is, is the progression too quick? Mm. You know, are we trying to put him into those those guppy shoes too early? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one. Like the whole week, I'm just speaking from my experience. The whole week, you're just thinking about every scenario, every what if, and they can tire you out. And it can really like bunky, hunky you down, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But once you get out there, you just need a little bit of luck. You need a little bit to go your way. I'm just thinking of my um, debut game, and things went my way, and you just start building confidence. So I just hope these, these players are going to continue to get opportunities, and that, that moment when it clicks will come, and then they'll be like, okay, that's that feeling, and, and I know I'm good enough. You just got to have that know and that, they understand that you are good enough and something will click and then they'll be away. Amazing insight, Izzy. Um, we all remember your debut way back when that was scintillating stuff. Hey, uh, <laughs> double eight, double three, there's the Temper Bed Post text machine. Who stands up for the Black Caps today? We're going to get some cricket by the looks. Who stands up? <laughs> I reckon Tom Latham back on his home deck where he always scores runs. He'll be in for back-to-back big games, but who do you think? Double eight, double three. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Kempe's off the back fence after this.